Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. And one glorious nation under God. And together, we will make America powerful again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. And we will make America great again. Well, hello, friends, and welcome to Praying for America. I'm pro-life leader Frank Pavone, National Director of Priests for Life, one of the largest pro-life organizations in the world, and uh, it is great to have you with us each weeknight as we pray for this country. We know this country needs to be rescued. We can do it. Did you see President Trump's uh, rally the other night, Saturday night, from Erie, Pennsylvania? I hope you did. Uh, it's, a, it's a great practice just to watch all of these uh, rally speeches it is always encouraging. You know, we did the show recently here on Praying for America, analyzing the anatomy and structure and dynamics of a Trump rally. And we certainly saw those play out at the uh, Erie, Pennsylvania rally. It was so, so good. And um, PresidentTrumpRallies.com is where you can go to watch that and all the other past rallies. It's one of our websites that we keep uh, in uh, service of America and of this great America First MAGA movement. So, PresidentTrumpRallies.com. Be sure to take a look at it and sometimes uh, watch it uh, again because there's always more uh, inspiration and information to uh, draw out of those uh, rally speeches. Well, he's doing great, but the Bidens aren't doing so great. That's part of what we'll talk about tonight as well as a few other news, political news items that we really need to not just comment on, but pray over. You know, that's a unique aspect of this program. We start with the Word of God. We're going to pray over all these events. We're going to draw inspiration from the Holy Spirit so that we can take our part to do something about it. I know you are doing something about it. I'm so grateful for the comments, by the way. I always love to hear what's on your mind, and I uh, read the comments, uh, and some of you are in contact with us in other ways as well. Some of you are supporters of our ministry or you write to us or contact us. And, and, and I want you to know that's always encouraging to me. It's always a blessing. Let's look at Luke chapter 8. I want to start reading from verse 16. Jesus said, No one after lighting a lamp covers it with a jar or puts it under a bed, but puts it on a stand so that those who enter may see the light, for nothing is hidden that will not be made manifest, nor is anything secret that will not be known and come to light. Take care, then, how you hear, for to the one who has, more will be given, and from the one who has not, even what he thinks that he has, will be taken away. Let us pray. Lord God, we are in America today in great need of the light. The light that uncovers the things that are hidden, because we are realizing more and more each day, Lord God, the evils and corruption that are in so many government offices, including the highest in our land, that the one who occupies that Oval Office now and his family members 
are far more corrupt than we suspected, and the evidence is, is now undeniable. Lord, also our agencies, the DOJ, the FBI, with their constant tyrannical persecution of political enemies. They are enemies of freedom. They are enemies of America. The fake news media, the big tech corporations that collude with the corrupt Democrats, all of this is coming to light. And Lord, we pray right now over all that is going on in this nation that this process may be accelerated, that more light may be shown in more dark places And as sad and painful as it may be to see, we ask that we be allowed to see it so that we can correct it, so that our fellow citizens may realize that there is still time to head to those voting booths, to gather those ballots in legal and constitutional ways, to rescue America from the enemies who want to destroy her. Because this country does not belong to those enemies, Lord God. It belongs to us. And it belongs to us because you, O God, have given it to us. And so we pray that we may be faithful stewards, guardians of this great gift of America. Bring light into the darkness and bring us all to your kingdom through Christ our Lord. Amen. Okay, so you've been following the political news. This additional indictment, superseding indictment of President Trump over the uh, documents case in Mar-a-Lago. How ridiculous is this going to get? Now you see what they're trying to do, involve other people, involve other people so that there will be a basis for saying that there was some kind of a conspiracy. You know, as soon as I make this point, I want to go right back into prayer because have you thought about all these other people, Trump associates, employees, faithful allies and servants, uh, all the Trump attorneys who have been targeted. Uh, Now we're talking about, um, uh, you know, butlers and maintenance men and and uh, who knows who else is going to be implicated, uh, drivers. And, and these people need covering in prayer as well. We pray all the time for President Trump, and he appreciates those prayers, as he often says. We've got to pray for all these people. So we have this ridiculous thing coming out now. You know, the other side is they're so desperate. And as President Trump pointed out the other day, look at what they're doing. They start by creating a fake crime. There's not a single crime here that's been committed by President Trump. These political tyrants on the left create, they invent, they should get a, a, an A for creative writing. I wonder how they did in that back in school. They, they didn't do too well on anything else, especially uh, logic or certainly not virtue, but creative imaginary writing, oh yeah, really good job, guys. Really good job. The way you twist the law and the Constitution into a pretzel, you're really not very good actors either. I mean, your hatred for the Constitution is on full display. Absolute disgraceful tyrants. Clown leader number one, Jack Smith, but you got to have a bunch of others along with you. You're there, fellow. What are they doing? They create fake crimes. And then when the target, President Trump above all, but many others too, start fighting back 
against these fake accusations, then they turn, try to turn that into a crime. And say, oh, and it's obstruction of justice. Obstruction of what justice? You see, they create a fake thing in the, be in the first place, and then they try to say, oh, well, nobody's above the law. Yeah, but what you just did was to contort the law. What you just did was to read into the law your imagination and your hatred for your political opponent. Then you're going to try to say, nobody's above the law. What hypocrites these people are. And it's worse than hypocrites. They're tyrants. Because a tyrant doesn't care how hypocritical he or she looks. He spits in your face and says, ah, oh, too bad. That's what I'm doing because I have power. President Trump made it very clear that as far as any kind of security tapes at Mar-a-Lago, which it's now being said by the Jack Smith clown crusade, that, oh, well, you know, he told his associate to, he told his staff, uh, he talked to them about how to delete the tapes. First of all, they weren't deleted. Secondly, he never asked anybody to delete them. Third, they were voluntarily handed over, voluntarily handed over um, when it would, they were asked for. And the, the Trump and his associates did not go to court to try to stop the handing over of uh, security tapes. It's all fiction. It's, un, it's, un, it's unbelievable what's going on here. They are doing similar tactics with the January 6th situation. And obviously, um, well, whether there will be and when another indictment about that. We're getting mixed signals, but uh, we'll see what happens on that this week. Again, completely fake crime. You know, there's no defrauding going on here of the government, and there's no case to be made for defrauding the citizens or defrauding an election. Because President Trump and tens of millions of citizens along with him sincerely believe, and it's not just because we choose to believe it, but because there's mountains of evidence that there was something wrong with the 2020 elections. And we have a right in America to believe that anymore? Do we not have a right to think what we want to think and say what we want to say? and communicate it without fear of being prosecuted for our thoughts? If you sincerely think that there was something wrong with the election, and then you make use of an existing law, Democrats have done this, like the Electoral Count Act, and you say, okay, well, I'm going to use the provisions of the law to contest the election, there is absolutely no crime there. There is absolutely no crime no fraud, no attack on democracy, no insurrection. There's not the slightest unethical thing about that. You sincerely believe that something is true, plus you have a rational basis for believing it, and you utilize the processes that America herself provides for voicing your contention. It, they're taking all of that and trying to weaponize it. Absolutely, absolutely outrageous. Okay, now, have you noticed the timing? Here's another thing about what's been, been, been going on here. How convenient. When was this superseding, going back to the Mar-a-Lago case, this superseding indictment, additional charges against President Trump handed down? This past 
Thursday. Have you ever noticed that any time there is some kind of new twist or new development or new attack on President Trump legally, it happens just at the point where the Bidens are getting into some really hot water. Have you noticed the timing? It has repeated itself now constantly for months. Wednesday, the day before. Wednesday, Hunter Biden was in court. You've been following this. You know we're going to comment a little bit more about this. Uh, it was not going well for the Bidens. And they've got themselves now in a, in a trap that it's not easy to get out of. I'm going to explain that in a second. Uh, but let's go back into prayer for a moment. Because, again, you know, they're trying to bring in, you know, these people that work for President Trump. And it's been this way all the time. They're going after him because they want, they want to go after us. And they're starting to go after the us, the wider circle. These people need prayer. Lord, we... We know the names of some of these people. Most of them, Lord, we don't even know their names. We don't know their families. We don't know their spouses. We don't know their children, their needs. Lord God, we want to invoke right now the Holy Spirit of God upon the many people who have been targeted and are being targeted in all of these unfolding uh, legal uh, persecutions. Lord God, bless these people. They are trying to serve their country. They are trying to serve the greatest president of our times. And they are getting punished as a result simply because there are people in America who hate what we stand for and don't have the courage to work out their differences in free and fair elections. And so, Lord God, these people are made to suffer. These people are made to be in the spotlight that they never sought, to go through legal problems that they never anticipated, to be dragged through all kinds of distress with their families. Pour your Holy Spirit out upon them and give them, above all, peace of mind, peace of soul, knowing that they have done nothing wrong and rejoicing that they have many, many, many allies. Lord God, again, although we do not know them personally, make them very aware of the support and the prayers of the just the, the, the allies that they have, Lord God, we stand with them in spirit, in truth, in love of America, in patriotism. Bless them and protect them, Lord God, from every evil. Protect them from legal uh, problems and from financial distress and from emotional or physical distress. But let them abide in your peace with their entire families and their friends and their co-workers. We pray through Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Okay, so, you know, we were talking for uh, uh, a while about this, uh, the sweetheart deal that uh, Hunter Biden was offered in reference to all the evidence that came out about his uh, problems with tax law and with gun purchases and so forth. And lo and behold, we see him go into court the other day, Wednesday to be exact, and boy, did it fall apart bad. Because you've got his defense team, and then you've got the prosecution from the, the DOJ, and it's like they go in with a plea agreement to a judge. Now, most of the time, what's going to happen? The judge rubber stamps the plea agreement. Okay, the parties have come to an agreement. Judges are there, courts are there to resolve disputes, and if two parties are coming and saying, hey, we've resolved 
the dispute, here's where we agree to, and the judge is going to rubber stamp it. But it all fell apart when the judge asked some key questions. And, and you know, the key question that this revolves around was very simple. Okay, you're pleading guilty to these particular things you did in regard to taxes and guns. I won't get into all those details. And does this plea agreement protect Hunter Biden from being prosecuted for any other crimes in the future? Because there are a whole other lot of other things at issue, in particular, those things that we're finding out more and more evidence about. It's piling up higher than the mountains about the foreign dealings with countries like Ukraine and China and others. And it's like, does this plea agreement, the judge was very concerned, mean that he's not going to get in trouble for any of those other things as more and more evidence comes out? And right away it fell apart. Because apparently, and how, how in the world does this happen, unless there's, un, there's underhanded, uh, you know, winking of the eye and, and backroom uh, handshaking going on, corruption, that says, oh, no, we're not going we're, we're gonna, we're to let you get into any trouble for any of these other things. How is it, then, that the two parties there don't see eye to eye on that very big fundamental question? So the judge said, I can't have this on my shoulders or in my courtroom. That, that, that we're going to say on unrelated matters in the future, um, he's going to be immune from, from, he's got this like universal immunity, so he can say, you know, I haven't been uh, convicted of, of, of any crime. So the whole thing can go away in regard to the corruption that he was involved in with Ukraine and, and uh, access to his father for China and, and all these other things. Well, it fell apart because the prosecution was saying, oh, we have an ongoing investigation. So no, he's not going to be immune from possible future legal problems. And the defense saying, oh, well, uh, wait a second. You know, we thought that uh, this covered all those other things. How can you not work out something so basic as that ahead of time? These people are not unfamiliar with the process. So that's why it has every appearance of, oh, yeah, it was more of a sweetheart deal than we even suspected. And you thought you were going to get away with it and pull the wool over the eyes of the judge, who, who fortunately was smart enough to uncover all this. Now, you see the problem now that the, that the Bidens are in, because the prosecutor said, yeah, there's ongoing investigation here about Hunter Biden and did he register as uh, uh, a foreign agent, as the Farah uh, um, uh, law here, the Foreign Agents Registration Act. You can't be uh, dealing with these other countries in uh, 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 the capacity and position that, that, that Hunter was in as the son of the vice president. Um, and just make these arrangements without being registered as a, as a, as a foreign agent. And so if the investigation is ongoing, now they're not going to be able to come back in 30 days to the court and say, okay, uh, we're all good now, the investigation's all wrapped up. Then again, you just can't do that. So either Hunter Biden is in real big political, uh, real big uh, legal trouble, or the Bidens overall and the Democrats are in real big political trouble. And here's the political dimension of this. 
The problems that Hunter Biden is facing with these ongoing investigations directly involve Mr. Joe Biden, President of the United States, and his activities, notice, when he was Vice President, which means also involved in this is Obama and Hillary Clinton, former Secretary of State, and John Kerry, and a whole host of other clowns. That's why the Hunter Biden legal woes and investigations and evidence coming out and whistleblowers are of such concern for them. It implicates them all. You don't think these other people knew exactly what was going on when influence peddling was happening? Access being given to the vice president? Prosecutors being fired in Ukraine to keep his son's company out of trouble. My goodness, of course Obama's involved. The other side is trying to protect Obama. Clinton's involved, all of them. That's why this is such a big deal. And, and here's the troubling geopolitical foreign relations national security question. What does China or some of these other countries have on Biden? You know, this all has to come out. You know, what he, we did a show recently about what Biden ended up giving China in return for all this money. And America herself is put at a disadvantage economically, put at a disadvantage militarily, and in, in so many other ways. Because he keeps giving China preference. And we have a big question mark here. What is it that China now is holding over the Bidens, who still have their, their fingers on the lever of power and decision making in our country, if there's some kind of a world conflict, which really does seem to be brewing here with China, the biggest international threat. Well, then what, 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 how are they controlling the levers of power in ways that we don't know? That's the question that looms in the midst of all of this. And brothers and sisters, this is also why there's another question here. It's like, who is questioning uh, Garland about all this? Who's questioning the attorney general about all this? I don't hear much uh, direct pressure being uh, put on him in terms of very specific questions about all of this stuff. We better turn to the Lord here. Lord, we, 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 we turn to you for the protection of our nation from foreign influence. We turn to you, Lord God, right now for the protection of our nation from China, Lord God, whatever leverage they have or think they have over the Bidens, whatever dirt they have on them or things they can reveal or agreements behind the scenes in the darkness of corruption that have been made as a result of all these things that are coming out now, Lord God, we, we need your protection from all of this. We need our nation and its security and its future 
to be put on a far more solid and transparent ground. And we need our nation led, Lord God, by someone who loves this country sincerely. And this is why, Lord God, we are grateful for the efforts of President Trump and of all of us working together with him to literally obliterate the influence of the deep state, to get out of political office, out of any kind of office of influence in our government, those who don't love this country, those who are making crooked deals with foreign countries who are not our friends and who don't have our interests at heart. Protect us, Lord God. Send your spirit. Send your holy angels. Wash us in the blood of Christ. Cleanse our government of this corruption. We pray in the mighty name of Jesus right now, who has promised that when two or three gather and pray for anything whatsoever, it will be granted. So, Lord, we pray with boldness and with confidence. Bring this all about. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, there's a lot of other things I have here to get to, but we are out of time. Um, yeah, keep a... Keep a close eye, as I know you are doing, on all this, uh, these, these things that seem to be unfolding by the day. God bless our friends in Congress. Let's pray also for them who are investigating these things, who are listening to these whistleblowers. We're going to pray for the whistleblowers themselves, bringing forth all this evidence uh, uh, about, the, uh, about the, the Biden corruption family. Be on the lookout for Dick Morris's upcoming book, which is by that title, The Biden Corruption Family. That's going to uh, just summarize a lot of this stuff and bring it out into the, into the light. But they are in big, big, big trouble. And uh, that's why I'm more and more convinced Biden is not going to end up being the nominee. Because of all these problems, um, and also because, uh, obviously, of his continued failing uh, physical and mental condition. So let's, let's go right back into prayer. Uh, Father, we, um, first of all, we thank you, Lord, because courage is a gift from you. And we thank you for the courage that you have given to various whistleblowers who have come forward to talk about the Biden corruption family the money that has come to them, the, 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 the agreements that have been made, uh, the foreign influence peddling that has occurred. And Lord, we don't know what situation it has put us in right now. So God bless these people. Lord, don't let them be intimidated. Those who know the Bidens, those who know the Obamas, those who know these, these corrupt people, also know what dangers they can be in for exposing this. But Lord, let not their courage falter and let not their protection be wanting, including the in inner protection of peace of mind and soul and heart that come to those who are not afraid to do and to speak what is right and true. As we read at the outset of this program, nothing that is concealed will not ultimately be revealed shed the light lord you have raised up these brave men and women who in so many ways are doing exactly what your word says they are turning a lamp on to shed light in a dark place bless them lord and bless the members of congress who are conducting these various investigations lord they will be criticize that they're not governing, but rather just engaging in these investigations. But Lord, help them to 
strongly make the case and persuade our fellow citizens of the truth that these investigations are in fact part of governing. This is an aspect of governing. This is an aspect of protecting the people. We bring all our prayers and praises together now in offering the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Okay, thanks, friends, for uh, all that you do and keeping up on all these things and working and praying for America. Now, ProLifeVote.com is a website I want you to be aware of because that is where we mobilize people that want to take part, for example, in our trainings. And we're going to be having a training on um, Wednesday night. We have these election trainings every month where we show you how to get involved on a local level and, uh, and influence elections. We have to be very practical uh, in these elections. We've got to be um, just more than ever focused on the mechanism by which the ballots are going to be securely and legally brought in for counting on election day. So sign up. Take a look. Check it out. we got a lot of information on there. ProLifeVote.com. There you'll also see the link to PresidentTrumpRallies.com where, as I mentioned, you can watch the one from the other night from Erie, Pennsylvania and all the previous ones. Uh, we want to bring you as much information and inspiration as possible as we work together to pray for and to save America. So thanks for joining us. Spread the word about these programs. Know that we are praying for you and keep strong. We will talk to you soon. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.